Welcome back to Vantage Point Podcast, where we bring inside keys and perspective to everyday living through the lens of God. I'm your host, Nick, and I know what you might be thinking if you've been tuning in with us before. It's like, where have you been? Where has Vantage Point been the last three weeks? Well, needless to say, it's been a minute since our summer series closed out, Persons of Interest, and season six was slated to kick off at the beginning of this month. But first off, before we jump into anything, let me apologize for the delay. I know our listeners across the globe may have thought we weren't coming back, but rest assured we are here and ready to kick off the sixth season of Vantage Point. And I said it earlier, I'm your host, Nick. And for those tuning in for the first time, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. And again, for those returning, welcome back. I hope that you remember and and enjoyed Persons of Interest. That's our signature summer series where basically I take an eight-week break and I have eight amazing guest hosts that bring um, a different word each week on a different topic where they give you insight and perspective on those different topics. And I want to thank each and every guest that made Summer Takeover 2022 a success. And I mentioned on social media that season six of Vantage Point is theme the prelude, which simply means the moment or thing before something major. And let me tell you, there are some big, big things coming for Vantage Point Podcast. So you want to stay tuned as we navigate through season six and then move into 2023. And so right now I want to kick this season off right. And I want to get into this series that really has been something that's been anticipated for a while. And it's actually a series that's been on my heart. I actually got a word uh, about this series a few years ago and started to prepare for it. And God literally told me to hold on. It's not time yet. And so even as I was um, thinking about where this series would go and when God would release me to do it, uh, he spoke very clearly that this series needed to be the kickoff to the prelude. And I posted on social media uh, as well as some never before produced series uh, that God has given me throughout my time doing Vantage Point. And this series was the most requested one that people wanted to hear about. They wanted to hear what God was saying. So I want to jump right into this series. And the title for this series is kickoff series is called Purpose Road. And in this series, we're going to be taking a look at the life of Paul here in a week or so uh, and some other areas in scripture where we're going to really be keying in on some key moments and things that I believe are going to help us um, navigate our road to purpose, right? And, And the more I prepped and studied for this series, the the more that the life of Paul uh, became so much of a reflection of many of us, right? Um, even when you think about his life before Christ, his moment um, on Damascus, on his way to Damascus, the moments after his conversion and when he became on fire for the Lord, um, I, I believe this series is going to help somebody as they travel this purpose road. And I think too many times that we, we think about purpose, but we fail to get the right perspective of the journey of purpose. And I'm hoping that this series will give us that perspective. Um, I'm even going to open up uh, some of my own journey uh, on my own road to purpose. And that God has been just revealing things to me over the years. And it was so key and intricate that, that we weren't quite ready for this series yet. God wasn't quite ready for me to release it. And so there were some things that were kind of working in me and things that, that he was working in me. 
um, to really get this series to where it needed to be. And so I'm excited to really kick this series off. And this first episode is going to be really awesome. It's going to come from an angle that I don't think you're expecting it to come from, but I'm, I'm hopeful that God is going to really do a work in this series. And even if you look at the artwork of this series, and, and I just thank God for vision that he gives um, and, and creativity that he allows me to have when it comes to the things that we're talking about on Vantage Point. And if you look at the artwork of the series, you'll first thing you'll probably notice is this it's a single road and a person is traveling alone on a bicycle. And sometimes purpose can feel that way, right? It can feel alone. And, and we can feel like it's a ride on a road with little to no one around. And if you follow the road up in the picture, it seems to disappear. And then you see what looks like mountains. And I think that's, again, reflective of our journey to purpose. And sometimes we don't know where the road is leading us. We can't quite see the road ahead of us. Just like if you're driving down an expressway. I know I'm on a road, but I can't quite see, you know, so far ahead of me. Uh, but also, I may also see in the distance some high points. Or I may even look what looks like the end of the road, right? And there's so much that we're going to cover. But for part one of this series, I wanted to talk about something that that often comes up on the road to purpose, but it's something we don't really talk about. Um, and if, so for part one, I want to talk about detours. And I know what you're thinking. You're like, wait a minute, like detours. Okay, what does that have to do with purpose? And I'm so glad that's where your mind is going. And God showed me this in a few ways, right? So we, we know detours when we're driving, right? We expect one street, but then we have to take another street to reach our destination and because of construction or an accident or anything at all, right? Or we choose to take detours because of something that gets our attention along the way to purpose. And see, detours, I want you to know, aren't inherently bad or good. I think sometimes we think they're bad. We automatically assume like, oh, this is going to take me longer or this is going to take me off the path, right? And, and truthfully, it depends on the detour. But if we really look at the definition of detour, you know, I'm big, 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 big on definitions. Uh, and, and when we look at it, a detour is a deviation from a direct course or the usual procedure. And, and see, in our eyes, detours mean a detachment from our destiny, right? But but in the eyes of God, detours are not a detachment, right? That's what, you know, they are exactly what the dictionary definition calls deviation, right? Listen to the definition again, a deviation from a direct course. It never said coming off course. It never said we weren't on course. It literally said a deviation from the direct course, Right. But we also know that when we're driving, if we're heading north on a street and we have to take a detour west and then come back around, we always end up back on the street that we talked that we started on. Right. And, and see, detours don't mean we ever left Purpose Road. They serve as a specific thing on the road to purpose. And see, life has this way of, of serving up a variety of situations. Would, would you agree? Like, if you're listening to this in your car, in your office, laying in the bed, whatever you have, I want you to just at least raise one hand if you would agree with the statement that life has a way of serving um, a variety of situations to us. Some of those situations are good. Some of those situations are bad. And if we're really honest, some of those situations are bitter. 
right? And the difference between a successful person living out his or her destiny and a person aimlessly checking off each day can often be found in how that person views their life experiences. And I love how Pastor Tony Evans says it this way. He says a successful person will view his or her life experiences, the good, the bad, and the bitter, through the lens of purpose, even the detours. Let me say that again. A successful person will view his or her life experiences, the good, the bad, and the bitter, through the lens of purpose, even the detours. Because, see, it's what we consider to be, quote-unquote, detours in our lives aren't always detours in God's overarching plan for our lives, right? It's it's in how we manage those things or how we mismanage those detours has everything to do with our future, right? And whatever path we we, we have been walking, um, God can literally use it for good if we let him, right? And see, that's where we think like detours to us are unexpected, but detours to God are planned. See, his detours are planned. And, and I love even if we look in um, Exodus 13, uh, 17 and 18, and I know we were going to get into Paul uh, a little bit later in this series, but I want to start in Exodus because it's very interesting uh, scripture in a moment of time. Uh, for the Israelites as they're leading out um, of captivity. And, and it says this, again, Exodus 13, 17 through 18, it says, When Pharaoh let the people go, God did not lead them along the road to the land of the Philistines, even though it was nearby. For God said the people will change their minds and return to Egypt if they face war. So he led the people around toward the Red Sea along the road of wilderness. And the Israelites left the land of Egypt in battle formation. And see, God took the Israelites on a detour of their own, right? And it's made clear in this first part of the scripture, verse 17, God did not lead them by way of the land of the Philistines, although that was near. And I wonder what they were thinking, right? Because people, just like we know our areas, we know our territory geographically, right? We know our sense of direction. And I wonder, were they, were they thinking the same thing? Like, where is God leading us? Like, does he know that that's like, that's closer to where we're trying to go? Um, but why are we going this other way? Like, this is going to take longer. This isn't the way to go. And that kind of sounds like us, right? Wouldn't it be easier to go this way? Wouldn't it? This kind of seems like we're going in a circle or we're going roundabout or this, that, and third, right? They were probably frustrated, confused, even discouraged, right? Because they, the way did not seem clear to them. And, and that sometimes sounds like us, right? God is telling us to go one way. He's tell, taking us on a detour, right? Because if you notice, there was something on that path, even though it was near, that was something on that path that, God did not want them to face that would have forced them to go back to where they're leaving from. And isn't that like God to be thinking ahead and seeing things that we can't see on our purpose road, right? And sometimes those detours are necessary. And and as we go through this episode, I, I want you to just try to have a different perspective on what detours are. And my prayer is that even as we begin to view them different differently 
that we start to accept them on our road to purpose and we start to navigate them and almost, I want to say expect them, right? Because I think sometimes we don't expect a detour. I mentioned that earlier. But there are some uh, detours that are truly designed, right? They are designed by God. And they and if we follow a certain formula, if we follow a certain direction, those detours will be able to really highlight and enlighten us on our world to purpose. And so I have a few points I want to share. And in this first point, I want, I want you to write this down. God has a reason for every detour. I'm going to say it again. God has a reason for every detour. That's right. Every detour. Right. And I love how how the Bible records God's thoughts about the detour he provided to the Israelites. It says, lest the people change their minds when they see war and return to Egypt. See, most people, his people in this situation did not perceive his reasons, just as we don't always hear the mind of God as we move through our days. But if we know that God and his divine wisdom has a reason for the detours we, we, we in, encounter and he instates upon our lives, right? And because we know God is good, we can trust that in his every reason for these detours, it's equally good. And I really, as I was going through this first point, one thing that really just stuck out to me is if we say that God has a reason for every detour, that means that we have to have a certain level of trust that even when we encounter the detour, that he's in control. And I think that's a lot of the times when we get on this road to purpose, we see things along the way. We see these detours. We experience these detours, these things that take us off what we think is the path to God, right? And, and, and God, you know, we, we get into certain things, and I was even uh going through this uh, episode and, and thinking about like examples and practical things like think about if you were, you know, if you're a college student listening to this or you went to college um, and, and the first thing that came to mind is somebody that wanted to be a doctor, right? And they're going to, you know, yes, hey, what's your plan after high school? And you say, you know, I'm going to go to college. I'm going to go to, pre- I'm going to major in pre-med. I'm going to go to college for four years. And then once I'm done with that, I'm going to go to medical school. I'm going to go there X number of years. I'm going to get a residency. I'm going to go there a few years and I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, I'm going to do this. And then we outline the plan, right? We almost dictate our purpose road. And, and, I, and I've heard it said a, many, a million times, like, if you want to make God laugh, tell him your plan. Like, and, and so this person outlines this whole plan, right? And it's practical, right? It makes sense. College for four years, medical school, residency, become a doctor. But what if there was a detour in this plan. What if God told this person that, you know what, after that four years of college, I want you to go and do missions work for a year. I want you to volunteer at a nursing home for six months before you go to medical school. But God, but God, wait a minute, wait, wait, wait. But my plan is, but this is my purpose road. But what if God in that detour has a specific reason for you to take it? What if there's a specific reason to go on that, that uh, missions trip? What if it's a specific reason to go on that nursing home volunteer assignment? What if it's a specific reason to go this way or go that way? And sometimes we allow our plan of Purpose Road to dictate which detours we take. 
Because I think that that's, again, they're so key in what God may see that we need out of that detour because there's something to be gained from that detour. Again, he has a reason for every detour. Point number two, I want you to write this down. God reveals his glory in every detour. God reveals his glory in every detour. And see, when when, when our plans shift... And our, uh, how quickly do we go into kind of this, this grumbling and complaining again? Go back to that example, right? I want you to go on this mission trip. I want you to volunteer at the nursing home. I want you to do this. I want you to do that. And then we complain and grumble. We get upset with God. We say, God, this isn't the plan that I had. This isn't the purpose road that I plan to, to take. Like, what is this, right? And it doesn't take long before we're sitting there questioning purpose, because of a detour. But God makes it clear to us that he reveals his great power to us and his glory in detours. But I want you to think about that. Like, think about this this illustration as well. Like, but think about that construction worker who puts a orange detour sign at that road, at that intersection that you thought you were going to go straight on, but you got to go right. Like, think about that moment, right? And then think about at the moment you took the detour, because, right, you have no choice. You have to take the detour. And then you find yourself back on the normal route. Think about that. Because, see, that's the power of God's glory in a detour. He did, Again, back to the definition. It's just a deviation. It's not a detachment from that purpose road. It's just a moment that you have to go another route, that you have to go experience something different, and God's glory is going to be revealed in that thing, in that detour, when you get back on the normal road. And think about that. You think about even what we think like our enemies or we think the people that are against us. And we're going to get into that a little bit, too, in this series, because I'm telling you right now, just because you're on a purpose road don't mean everybody's for you on that road. Right. And think about how much power and victory comes when you start to identify detours designed by God to keep you on purpose road, to keep you from things on your purpose road, because then you'll see in one day you'll even call it that every detour was worth it. You'll glorify God for the detour. You'll glorify God for the directional shift that he gave you, the deviation that he gave you. And then we can choose to exalt his name. We can choose to trust him and bear witness to what he's doing in our lives and what he continues to do on Purpose Road and in every detour that we hit, right? And third point, I want you to write this down. God protects us in every detour. I'm going to say it again. He protects us in every detour. Exodus 14 mentions twice that God erected walls of water around the Israelites as they made their way across the Red Sea on dry ground. And what God repeats himself, we should pay attention, right? Because he's trying to tell us something of great importance, right? What do these walls mean? What does this mean for us? And they, what they tell us is that God's presence and protection go with us even while we endure a season of detour, Right? Think about that. I wonder if those Israelites at some point got the, somebody had to think, right? Because if they were already possibly thinking like, why are we going this way? One of them had to say, well, isn't, don't we got to cross the, don't we got to cross the sea to get to the other? Wait a minute. Does he know that? Like, think about that. Like, 
we think the same thing. Back to our example. God, you want me to go do missions work for a year, but I mean, I have to take this. I got to graduate on this time. I got to be on this timetable. I got to. But again, he's protecting us, right? He's giving us those things, right, to show us that even while we endure the seasons of detour, that he's still with us. He's still protecting us. He's still guiding us, right? And I want to think about this question. How can we know this is true, right? We felt alone, right? We talked about that a little bit. Sometimes this road seems lonely, but we know that the cross of Christ, we know that Jesus bore our sins upon himself at Calvary, and he's and he did those things so we can be protected, right? So he did those things to save us and can, and show us that we have purpose in this world, that if we connect with him, we get his protection, we get his guidance, we get his presence on a day-to-day-to-day basis. And that's powerful right there. The work on the cross, the righteousness, we are identifying with him, and God clothes us in that perfection. When he looks at us, he sees Christ. And I want you to think about that. Like, that's a powerful thing. And I know it's a shift from a detour, that the conversation, but in everything that we endure, everything that we experience, everything that God has done, everything that Jesus has done for us, it was to safeguard us and protect us and get us in relationship with the Father. Even as we go on this road to purpose, even as we get into our day-to-day things, there's so much that God has for us that he indeed is safeguarding us, giving us peace that surpasses understanding and allowing us to travel on this purpose road in amazement and the things that we're doing. We get nourishment from his word. We're free. We have freedom from fear and doubt through this gospel. And I'm telling you, even in this series, we're going to talk about some of these things that happen on this road, because I think sometimes that we get on a purpose road or we hear somebody's story about their purpose road and we think it's just sunshine and rainbows. But if I can tell you from my own personal experience, purpose road is lonely, it's scary, and it's difficult sometimes. And it makes you want to quit because you don't know who's in your corner. You don't know who's for you or against you. You don't know what's going to happen. Again, sometimes you can't see the road ahead of you. you. Literally, you're only taking one step at a time. If I could share with you like the, the amount of questions that I got when I started Vantage Point. Why are you doing this? What's, what's the per- that, Who's going to listen to it? You, you want to really start to see who's in your corner? You want to really start to see who's for you and what what does your circle look like? Start work, start walking on your purpose road and you'll start to see that for some things it can be a lonely walk. But the beauty of that loneliness walk is that along the way you're going to pick up some people and we're going to see that in the life of Paul as he goes through his purpose road and he gets into that. And, and that brings me to point four is that God gives hope in every detour. I'm going to say it again. God gives hope in every detour. And and go back to that bright orange sign that we see on the side of the road that says detour. Do you know those signs are, are a certain color because they help you? 
navigate construction. They're helping you navigate the road, the detour. Because again, sometimes if you think about that detour road, is is not actually a road. Sometimes you got to kind of go off road or off the path, right, to get to back on the path, right. And, and and think about that that present detour that you're dealing with right now. It could be changed plans. It could be a pain. It could be a sickness. But even in that, God is molding you as clay in his intentional, compassionate hands to look more like his son. See, detours exercise our faith and they test our hope. And that's what we're talking about right now. It's giving us hope in every detour. Because for some of y'all, it's, you've, put your, you've put your trust in Jesus. And you're going to emerge from these detours that you're dealing with like gold refined by fire. And let me tell you something. Until we get home, until we get to heaven, we will be walking on purpose road. Let me just spoiler alert to the end of the series, right? We are going to continue. There's no arriving on purpose road until you meet Jesus. That's when we know that this road, this journey is done. But until then, we're going to have detours. We're going to have things that are going to come up, and we have to remain hopeful and steadfast in the love that God has given us. And I'm telling you right now that when we realize that life on earth, it's one big detour because there's a journey from, the, from birth to death to get to him. And when we reach that purpose, when we reach that final destination, that is when we can say and we can hear, well done, my good and faithful servant. But there's so much more. There's so much more that God has. And I'm encouraging you to stay hopeful. Allow him to provide hope and plant you in the right space with every detour that he's experiencing, that you're experiencing, that he's bringing forth to you. And even as we end this episode, I just want to pray right now for everyone that's listening to the sound of my voice, whether it's your first time, your 50th time, somebody shared this with you. Again, you're in your car, you're driving, you're on your way to church, wherever you're going. God has a plan for you. Purpose Road is for you. And it's going to be, it's a road that you take, once you start to take that road, and it starts with salvation. That's the first step. We're gonna our next episode, we're gonna talk about Paul and Damascus because that was his salvation. That was his conversion. And if you don't know a lot about Paul, I encourage you to go read about Paul and what he was doing before Damascus. Because we're gonna go into that too. Because what he what he thought was one thing, you're gonna see God use it in a different way. But it has to start with salvation. And so I'm encouraging anybody that's listening. If you don't know Jesus, I want to lead you in a prayer. And I want to lead you in uh, um, just a prayer that allows you to really just step in um, and, uh, and accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Um, because that is such a powerful thing. It's a powerful move. And it's the first step you take on the road to purpose. The first step you're going to take. And I'm so um, just amazed at the move and response that people um, have when they give their life to Christ, right? When they take that step, and it simply is a prayer like this, and it's, it's simply this. I want you to say, Dear Jesus, I'm a sinner. I've been lost most of my life. 
I want to be found by you. I believe that you rose. I believe that you died and rose again. I believe that you gave your life for me. And I believe that you are sitting at the right hand of the Father in heaven and that you will return again. I give my life to you. It is yours. In Jesus' name, amen. It's that simple, right? If you've prayed that prayer, you are connected with the Father. You have now taken the first step on the road to purpose. And I'm so excited for you. I want you to stay connected. I want you to stay with Vantage Point. I want you to stay if you wherever you are, wherever you're listening from. Find a Bible-believing church. Um, I have a church home here in Tulsa, Oklahoma. We're online as well. You can join us and you can stay connected with us. The church is Ignite Church Tulsa. It's an amazing church led by an amazing, amazing leader, Pastor Katria Bell. And I would encourage you to in, and invite you to tune in and connect with us. But if, if not, I want you to stay connected to Vantage Point because we're going to walk this thing out on Purpose Road. I want to help you. I want to guide you. I want you to go back, listen to other um, series that we've done on Vantage Point. I encourage you to listen to a series called Core Strength where it's going to give you five key things that you absolutely need on this walk. They're non-negotiables. And I encourage you to stay with us as we navigate this series, as, as we navigate season six of Vantage Point. Again, we're back. I'm so glad to be here. And remember, keep seeking insight, keys, and perspective to everyday living through the lens of God. It'll change your world and your life. God bless.